everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Magnum PI Podcast. Let's talk about Magnum PI. I'm Eve. And I'm Liz. <laughs> and we're actually doing a rewatch episode again. But first, um, there's a little bit we have to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's really fucking serious. Bad news. Let's be bad news, people. Just get it out of the way. Yeah. We've got an exclusive on our own show. It's it's going to be bi-weekly from now on. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, so the reason being very simple. We have no idea when Magnum P.I. is going to be back, if Magnum P.I. is going to be back. And if it's going to take a while, there's going to be a lot of stuff that we have to basically pull, of our, pull out of our asses. And we can't do that on a weekly basis. Yep, so... <laughs> so bi-weekly it is from now on unless of course there will be <laughs> oh my god it's gonna be bi-weekly from now but <laughs> it's very professional now but but yeah um when the show is gonna be announced to be back you can guarantee that that is a week where we're gonna get a new episode out like absolutely yeah, I don't care if it's on schedule or not. Out there will be an episode then, and then back to bi-weekly. Yeah, likely, most probably. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, she's a busy person now. Very busy person. Fucking <laughs> swamped at work, and yeah, busy, busy. Yeah, and I I need to somehow find out how to not think about serial killers all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's 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 interesting. I've like I've read a book about what makes serial killers tick in a couple of days. That's how bad I am. She's liking it a little too much. Yeah, it's it's very interesting research actually. <laughs> like I I I really found the difference between psychopathy and sociopathy very much. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we we actually have a rewatch episode to do. Yes, we're on season one, episode eleven. Title I cannot remember at the moment. Yeah, me neither. Um, something about Wait. red. Am I right about that? Hang on. <laughs> red. There, I think there was red in the. Nowhere title. to hide. Wow, couldn't have been more off on that one. Okay. I think I know where you got the rat from, but it's it's <laughs> going to be weird if I mention that. <laughs> and I'm still going to do it because red is a very, very common association with um, <laughs> Russia. That's probably what <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah, likely. <laughs> oh, man. So, this is the episode where we meet... I have no idea what his name is. Uh, this is going to be an interesting episode. Sergey. Sergey. Um, where we meet Sergei from Russia, who fled to Ukraine. No. <laughs> he got, okay, I have the synopsis here, but I can't remember. Thank you. So he, he, um, Magnum is hired by Katya Kachakova to find her missing cousin, uh, fellow recent Russian immigrant Sergei. Rick, oh, well, it's going to give us the whole episode. Nope. Uh, I'm still right, by the way. What? <laughs> there is a mention of uh, Ukraine. They fled Russia via uh, fled from Russia via Ukraine and then to Hawaii. 
Okay, then while the, the cousin was in Sweden. I I very much remember the Ukraine part in the rewatch for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. And yeah, so the official summary is: as Mag- as Magnum helps a woman find her missing cousin, uh, Sergey is a Russian fugitive. Higgins and Kumu's lives are put in danger when they get too close to the case. To be fair, to be f- to be fully fair, they don't actually actually get close to the case at all. <laughs> they're very <laughs> passive in this. They're very <laughs> passive in this. They're they like. The case gets too close to them, not the other way around. But hey, much. who's counting? <laughs> it's basically established at that point that knowing Thomas Magnum is not necessarily the best thing for your health. No, <laughs> unless he's actually physically around, then you're pretty safe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Higgins, Higgins. We saw both sides of it for her. We saw her getting uh, destroyed completely, and then we saw her kicking ass. So. We saw both ends. I mean, she still kicked ass during getting a shirt completely. Let's talk about the opening, though. Because, cause, I mean, how can we not talk about Waimanalo? <laughs> how can we not talk about Waimanalo? Because it's literally everywhere. <laughs> it is literally in this show so often. I have, I have a screen cap of it in the background of the recording. <laughs> Obviously, a screen cap of Magnum, by the way. <laughs> with Phil Imanalo, um, with Makapu Point in the background, and like there is a picture of the sunrise, not sunset. <laughs> we should also talk about sunrise and sunset in a moment. Yeah, uh, look at Imanalo, Makapu Point in the background. Like it's the exact same. Yeah. Um, frame. Trajectory and frame. I didn't plan it. It's just like I, I didn't plan it. I didn't do it on purpose because that frame picture that I have that is I took it. But it's a nice coincidence. Now let's talk about sunrise and sunset because we haven't and we should have. Well, <laughs> derail from the episode a little bit and go to what's happening on the social media mm-hmm. with Jay's tweet. With Jay's tweet. Jay's tweet about him on the surfboard. I I essentially I woke up to mayhem. <laughs> I woke I woke up at like three a.m. I, I am being whistled at <laughs> currently. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> oh, and a dog. One second. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> food has arrived. No, food is being discussed, shall we say. <laughs> food is being discussed. While you were gone, I actually managed to go through the Jeopardy melody twice and then <laughs> gave up on it because didn't fancy uh-huh. more home changes. <laughs> <laughs> so we were so, talking about his tweet. Sunrise, the surfboard. Sunset. Sunrise, sunset. <laughs> sunset. <laughs> sunset. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, I sang and even I sang so bad. Right now I'm sorry, I apologize any to anyone who just had to listen to my worst version of singing. Uh anyway. <laughs> anyway, the tweet. The tweet. Dude looked fine on a surfboard. <laughs> As if we didn't know that before. As if we didn't know that already. I mean we've we've essentially seen that picture from a different angle before. Yeah, basically, yes. Like, a couple of years ago. So that picture was not recent. <laughs> not by a long stretch. I'm thinking probably not. <laughs> you know, trust, trust the fans to find uh, matching pictures mm-hmm. from 2020 or something? Mm, I don't know, I didn't see the matching picture yet. Uh, it's, it's, it's like a picture of Perdita on her sub. Um, it's... It's like the exact same sunset. And oh, is that the one where she with it was Steven as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There is yeah. also one with Steven and Jay. That's why I'm like we saw a similar picture with yeah. a different angle because there's another version of where Jay just sits on the board. Um anyway, I just literally spilled the beans for a second. <laughs> it is a sunset. Yes. <laughs> it is a sunset. Um which we very, very much know because we've seen that for so many times. <laughs> that is like a classic Alana white sunset. Not even funny. It's like you've seen it all the time. But in this very tweet, as much as as interesting as the picture looks, it's the question that he's asking mm-hmm. that's more interesting. Because... Um, Someone on Twitter pointed out that, oh, he might actually want to know. Guys, he was there. He knows. That. He knows. He, he, he knows, knows when it was taken. He was He was literally there. There's photographic evidence of him <laughs> being there. He doesn't want to know. He knows. Um, that is a solid tease. That is a solid tease from him. Like, there's... Jerry Hernandez knows his way around words. He, if, yes, if you look at his... Instagram, there is, he manages captions that make me dizzy at times due to the mm-hmm. fact that I am a second language um, English speaker, and yeah. <laughs> I, I do have to turn my head, my brain on a little bit more than with other people on Instagram, and I usually scroll it without wanting to use my brain, but yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jay, I need it with you. Uh, yeah, dude, dude, knows, dude knows what he's doing. Dude knows what he's doing. Dude knows what he's, what he's asking. So, ah, yeah, he's hinting towards sunrise for something. Maybe a show. That we're staying tuned for. Mm-hmm. That's also something we haven't discussed here before. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a feeling that the Sergei episode is going out the window. It- it's 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 still happening. It's still happening, but it's like not really that interesting, is it? No, this is this is more important. <laughs> it's more important, yeah. So, um wait. We also haven't discussed what we did on Times Square. Oh shoot, no we didn't. Okay, <laughs> episode's not happening. We're talking about this. This is oh, we, we'll we'll mention it later again. It it'll happen still, but like briefly. Very briefly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's going to be questions, but it's going to be briefly. So, um, Perdita, um, <laughs> Perdita mentioned, but basically, quote retreated me, by the way. Um, 
which is basically she did. She did. And, and reacted to um, something we announced. Because we were involved in the making of it. But that is like beyond the point. But it, uh, so what was going to happen on a certain Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in New York on Times Square just before the Broadway show started. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He had a billboard. Yeah, a lovely billboard. A lovely billboard. I shouldn't say that, but I, I do think it's a lovely billboard. Um, it mm -hmm. featured the link to our website, savemagnumpi.wordpress.com, and a QR code, in case anybody is actually curious, that QR code leads, leads to the petition. So, a lot of people, <laughs> including Spider-Man, <laughs> on Times Square, saw this wonderful billboard and could have scanned the QR code and signed the petition. Yep. It's pretty damn amazing. Mm -mm -mm. I, f I find it even more amazing uh, Stephen's story to go with yeah. it. Yeah. Somewhere like that we placed a billboard just a block away from where he used to work. And I'm telling you guys that we didn't know that beforehand. <laughs> that was complete a complete surprise to us. And it's a cool coincidence, I think. Zack Knighton also found our billboard cool. <laughs> I, I think basically everybody found our billboard cool. Um... Yeah. Everything, everyone, not everything. <laughs> Unless you count Spider-Man, I think that, I think that I could think, count yeah. Spider-Man thing, whatever. Spider-Man thing. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. So, um, Predator said, stay tuned. Zex said, uh, Goonies never say die. Goonies never say die. And and we're we're experimenting with champagne. Yeah, there's been a lot of champagne emojis. Yeah, <laughs> we're experimenting with champagne. Some people are questioning whether they have to wear lab coats or tuxedos. <laughs> I'm confused, but I'll take it again. Um, these kind this conversation was so fucking laced with hints. Yeah. Um, I know, I know a lot of you are expecting an announcement any day now, but, and I hate to be the bearer of not so good news in this case, um, there is a lot to hash out, and the longer it takes, the more it suggests that we're in detailed discussions, which... If you've ever detailed something out with someone business-wise, you know that they're a nightmare and they take ages. Um, at this point, I, I, I personally think it's going to happen. We're just waiting for the announcement, but I might be wrong. I'm not in the room where it happens. Love going back to that Hamilton <laughs> case, but it's literally true. We're not in the room where it happens. Where it happens no yeah. idea about numbers. Something that I'm bringing up on Twitter a couple of times. If you're not in the room where it happens, or your source is actually provable in the room where it happens, numbers that they have are very unlikely to be right. Yeah, we'll see. We just, at this point, it's just a waiting game. Exactly. And it might take, like, literally up until today. Yeah, who knows? Because 
if you've ever worked in corporate and, and network is still corporate, yeah, there's departments that take ages. Yeah. So and it has to go through several departments. There's not just the negotiation side uh, along with it. There is PR that has to handle shit, reaching out to the media to make sure that it's reported correctly. Legal. Yeah. So, guys, uh, yes, it would be really fucking cool if the announcement would come any day now. We're, we're ready. We're so ready. Um, I'm actually refreshing Twitter in the background a couple of times just to see if Deadline is reporting. Um, how cool would it be if, if it dropped? <laughs> we're <out> different. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty that would cool. be pretty epic. But so far, nothing. However, I'm not, I'm really not worried. We'll see. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic just because I was not worried about getting an official season five before like the cancellation. Like I didn't think we were gonna be cancelled, so I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I'm I'm I think I'm mainly not worried because of the fact that the deadline that's being reported mm. don't mean the article but the deadline um of the actor's contract expiring is less daunting to me than to a lot of other fans because of the fact, look at the cast. They're basically already on board. They're yeah. not going to be, they're not going to be walking out. No, I don't think so either. And, and there is possibilities for contracts to be, allow them to do something in the meantime before they have to pick up um, ah, shooting again because we have to go writing, we have to go pre-production, we have to set everything up. There's still going to be a lot of things to do, so technically there is a way for act for our actors to like guest star on shows. So I'm really not worried about anything in that department. And I'm surprisingly not worried about the you know, the renewal for two reasons. A, if it happens, that's cool as hell and we're already there. Like, not physically there, but it feels like we're already there. We're like, mm. so close. So close. And if it falls through, nothing more we could have done. Fair enough, yeah. Um, let's go back to episode 11 because I feel like um, now <laughs> talking about important stuff is not going to happen anytime soon with my... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should almost do it quick and wrap it up. <laughs> ah, something like that, yeah. There's <laughs> good, good, yeah. So, Sergey. <laughs> Waimanalo. We were at Waimanalo. We were been running in Waimanalo with Magnum and Higgins. <laughs> I do. Something that I always question about this episode is... Um, I haven't... First time I've seen this episode was not from the beginning, mind you. Mm. Um, as you know. But when I saw it from the beginning for the first time, um, I had to think back of my history teacher. <laughs> he kind of... One year he warned us that he was going to become an asshole now. <laughs> because he was training for the Ironman. Yeah. I don't know why, but he like I, I'm starting training for I'm for the Ironman. I'm gonna be an asshole from now on. We're like, <laughs> why? What? So essentially, his argument is uh, was he's gonna focus on you know training, 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 mm -hmm. training. He's gonna be so 
uh, you know, in such a bad way nutritionally and almost always sore that he's likely going to be like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Answer was yes, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I keep thinking about. I'm like, okay, Magnum and Higgins <laughs> trained for that asshole <laughs> town coming on. And it really, I really um, would have loved if they hinted to it after this episode again, but basically all mentions of the Iron Man triathlon end in this episode. They start yeah. and they never talk about it again. <laughs> Maybe they never did it. No. No. I mean, they did say they were training yeah. to it, so. Yeah, but. I just realized there might be an actual reason why they never did it, even though it never was never mentioned on the show. Mm, go on. Uh, four episodes later. Four episodes later, yeah. Magnum gets shot in the shoulder. Oh, yeah. That's true. Being shot in the shoulder is not necessarily <laughs> beneficial for a triathlon. That is true. That is very true. And Higgy only did it to annoy him, so... Once he's yeah, doing think, it, I think Higgy's main motivation would have been winning against him. So, yeah. what's in winning that thing if the one she wants to beat isn't there? No, does that make sense? So, yeah, mentally, the issue is just now solved for me. But <laughs> <laughs> there's also another scene that I very much appreciated in this episode, and it's the magic mic scene. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I do appreciate a, a very um, competent cleaning of a car. <laughs> and I like Kumu's uh, response to it. <laughs> Kumu is always the MVP when it comes to that. She's yeah, never like, anything back. She goes, I have no problem. <laughs> no, and I, Kumu. I, I, I feel it. I feel it. Girl, go on. Piggy, you could you could go on like that too. Make him blush. Make him blush, please. Uh, yeah, hang on. Things are still happening like crazy. Happening like crazy in terms of familial group chat. Yes. <laughs> I was just like, hey, you said happening like crazy. I'm like, okay, refresh Twitter. What? <laughs> no, it's not on Twitter. Um, no. Uh, oh. Go on, okay, so yes, yeah, so car cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the most distracted episode we've ever <laughs> recorded slash filmed. Yep, it is. Um, it's also, it, despite the fact that Magnum, this is the first Magnum PI episode that I've ever seen, it's also not my favorite. It's not my favorite either. I have, like, I, I have certain moments that I like. But Magic Mike, for example. Magic Everything Mike. The triathlon. Totally. The, the fight. The yeah. fight between Ina and Higgins. Yeah. And also the talk between Kumu and Higgy at the very end. I love that talk. I is love that so talk. amazing. Essentially what happens in this talk, if you need a reminder, is that Juliet checks in on Kumu after Kumu had to shoot a weapon. Mm-hmm. And she told her what it was like for her for the first time, and that bottling in was a bottling it in was a bad idea for her. Yeah, and and how she tried to like keep it inside, but it didn't work out. And yeah, 
Um, we get to see a very vulnerable Higgins for the first time. Yes, that's the first time that we do see it. That kind of vulnerability. We've seen another kind of vulnerability in episode four, but this kind of vulnerability is the first time. Yeah. And it's, it's like a moment that I really loved. I really appreciate it. It should be fair, though. Um, again, this is not what I've seen the first time. Um, so, um, going back to ancient times, the first time I've seen Magnum P.I., I turned it off relatively quickly, even though I liked it. Reason being, I saw it for the first time on German TV. Mm. Uh, turned it on, on the fight scene, on that fight scene between Ina and Higgy. Obviously, Higgy was in instantly badass, and the first interactions between, you know, her and Magnum and Kumo were like, okay, okay, I dig it, I dig it, it's in Hawaii, it's sister show of Hawaii Five O, which I like, I dig it. But, there is one major problem. One major problem, instantly for me, which made me turn it off. <laughs> um, and I kept saying it, and I keep saying it, but, um, anime voice yep, actors. the voices. It's the anime voice actors that always, always get me in German, and I cannot watch the show in German. It's like impossible. I can't see the anime characters. I am so sorry. <laughs> I then went back and watched it in English and actually watched the entire episode. So that's the first Enjoyed time it. I saw the Kumu Higi moment. Yeah. But, like, the first time I caught a Magnum P.I. episode was that. <laughs> anime voice actors, that just made me like, nope! Yeah, cannot. that was not, uh, cannot yes. handle. No. Not touching this in German. <laughs> then I was kind of forced to do it again, though. Mm. Um, later, in episode 10, 12, and 212. Mm. Of 5.0 and Magnum P.I. There was this stupid moment where you could actually buy... Which is something that I really appreciate about 5.0. You could buy 5.0 almost immediately after it aired in the US. So I, I bought it immediately. However, <laughs> um, there was... This episode, like, that specific episode, was German. <laughs> when I bought it, and I just stood there like, no, I feel betrayed. Why? <laughs> the crabbiness. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. they, they, they changed it instantly because I actually bought it in English. <laughs> like, I, I specifically bought the, all of the seasons in English, but, like, yeah, the better in English. that episode was in German for, like, Two days. <laughs> and I didn't even know the German version existed at that point. But hey, I ran into the weirdest bug ever. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. The, the second um, season of Magnum P.I. is now finally up on Amazon, by the way. <laughs> oh, in, uh, in Germany? Mm -hmm. Like to what? buy the DVDs? What? To buy the DVDs? No, no, Amazon Prime. Oh, I don't, we don't even have it in Canada. We don't have one or two in Canada right now. <laughs> so weird. It's really weird. It's also one of the reasons why I think um, there is money to be found for um, 
our new home because yeah. there is so many markets where no single streaming service has the entire show. There's money in that. For sure. So, yeah, that's going for us, I think. That's for really sure. good. That, that Those are rights that can be exploited and can bring money to our new home. And um, wherever you're going to stream it in Germany, I'll buy it. Unless you only offer it in German, then yeah, no. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, he I'm here to watch Thomas Magnum play by Jay Hernandez and not by Son Goku. Yeah, I will, I will subscribe to any network that picks up <laughs> Magnum. And we derailed from Eleven again. Yep. <laughs> Anybody surprised at this point? No. No. <laughs> I'm just thinking about dinner at this point. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, we can we can talk about the Russian Russian grinds that they got. <laughs> the Russian, oh yeah, they went to uh, that restaurant. Yeah, more than once. Um, I don't remember what they had, and I gotta be honest, I don't care for Russian food at all. Again, this actually has a reason in my background, in my upbringing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was raised by a. Eastern German father, and there is a lot of you know Eastern European dishes and Eastern German cuisine that is not normal for Western German cuisine. Yeah, my grandma's cooking um, was interesting, mm. to say the least. So um, don't like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm not. Um, Russian cuisine isn't isn't my thing. Thanks, Grandma. There's there was literally in my in my past, and this is gonna be this is gonna sound so weird, and it's really gonna sound extremely weird, and you will question why I know this. But she once served chicken where when you bit into it, you're like, Grandma, that tastes like your hand. Don't ask me why I know what her hand tastes like, but like it didn't taste like chicken. It tasted like a human hand. Ew. I don't know why I made this association, but, like, I wasn't the only one who made that association. And so, like, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like grandma's hand. Um, I do think now that it was probably the soap taste to it mm. that she always smelled like. But, like, yeah, it wasn't, like... Mm -mm. No. And then you... There's multiple weird dishes from my grandma yeah love her but weird shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i um every italian listener and every italian person who i know is also gonna judge my grandma so hard for what she did when it's uh, when she made pasta and tomato sauce pasta and ketchup mixed with water <laughs> listen there's there's an actual good reason for it there's like legitimate good reason for it. Um, Eastern Germany didn't necessarily have the best supplies and mm. didn't have fair. You, you couldn't get much fresh produce there. So fair. if you wanted to feed people in your pasta with tomato sauce, which is like the kind of food that you can make in bulk, yeah, and get a lot of people fed at the same time, you did it with ketchup. Yeah, and that is like. The most disgusting thing I ever tasted because mm. I grew up on actual fresh fresh. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a good reason for it. Doesn't yeah. make it taste better. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> um, yeah, Russian cuisine. Um, this is the first time. This is actually the first episode where I really registered Rick's call. By the way. Oh, the Porsche. Yeah, he had the yeah he had the Porsche. The Porsche. I think we still had the Mercedes because he had a different car in the pilot. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. It yeah. happens all the time. He's going to get it different car in season five, for obvious reasons. Mm. Mm. Two obvious reasons, actually. Yep. <laughs> One, his car was blown up. Two, baby. Baby. Mm-hmm. baby. Yep. That really scary, spooky, robot <laughs> baby. <laughs> I don't think there's a single person who wasn't a little bit creeped out by that baby. By baby joy. <laughs> by yeah. baby joy. I mean, cool, but also slightly creepy. Yeah. 100% creepy. creepy. 100% creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else for the episode, though? Um, the lads. Um, oh, yeah. This is something that I really loved about the episode, is the lads. A, the lads were in it. I love the lads. B, Kumu's taking the lads to children's hospital. <laughs> Which is like a such a contrast to what they do to Magnum. Yeah. Like, hey, we're docile around children, but Magnum, we're gonna hunt. Yeah, we're gonna kill him. <laughs> I don't even think they might. No, I, they would just this, chase him. I think at this point, they're more interested in, t- in the game. Yeah. They love playing with Magnum. I don't necessarily think they actually intend to catch him. No, yeah, I don't think so. Because if they wanted to, they could have. Easily. Mm-hmm. Easily. <laughs> It's like but. basically a giant stick running away from them. Yep. Yep. And they like chasing things, so. And Magnum plays into it because he's he doesn't know how to deal with them. Nope. <laughs> Maybe he will teach him. She tried. But he, yeah. She that tried, was, and that was like, under like duress, though, because she was leaving and all that. Maybe, maybe now, like. They'll give it another shot. Who knows? <laughs> she tried to still try. So, <laughs> fair points. Um, another thing about the episode that is, like, so weird to me. Mm. Atomic nuclear bomb in a box. Nuclear bomb in a box? What the hell? Yeah. Very American. Yeah, and, and like, I hope that doesn't exist. Oh, for sure it does. Yeah, but no. Let's <laughs> not make that a thing. You know, I I love talking about nuclear bombs and, and nuclear reactors in TV shows. It's like my pet peeve. Um, inherited from the hundred, but like, um, yes, I know that for a nuclear bomb, you need like this much. Um, in for those who haven't, who are not listening on YouTube, I just showed show, like the size of a marble or something. Mm. That is how much nuclear material you need to reach critical mass. Mm-hmm. Maybe even less, depending on what material you're using. Yeah, maybe more. Again, depending on what material you're using. But again, um, usually that type of critical mass material is a little bit sensitive to being manhandled. Hmm. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. the mechanisms to prevent that, I I do believe they're a slightly bigger than fitting it in a box. I don't know. Just a bit. 
just a light teeny tiny bit. And then also set box. Um, look very, very, very much um, ancient day Soviet type engineered. Again, mm-hmm. makes sense. It makes total sense for how certain places view the Soviet Union. Um, I mean, I'm not excluding that it happened at one point, but then again, yeah, no, I don't think back in the Soviet Union that would have been a thing. I don't know. <laughs> Just based on... But then again, Sergei did say that he was involved in it, so, yeah. Yeah. Basically, we're suggesting that Russia has portable nuclear bombs in... in box slash suitcase size. Yeah, let's not start with that. Especially not in our current time. Let's let's believe that they don't exist. Hang on. You're such a fucking whack job. <laughs> My mom Her mom's apparently in the door. She what? was down here shaking her ass, dancing, thinking that she was funny. <laughs> She's like, I mean, it is. <laughs> so fucking weird. It is. Uh, that's what happens when my parents have nothing to do on a Friday night. <laughs> Which just means someone has to bring Magnum PI back so they have something to do. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Simple solution bring Magnum PI back. Um. <laughs> Listen, it's charming. It's really charming. Mm. I think. Mm. <laughs> I heard someone on your stairs again. No, no, it's clear. Okay. <laughs> it goes to clear. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. <laughs> I can't think of anything else that I need to add to this episode. <laughs> There's not much. There's really not much. There really isn't. We had the fight scene. We had the triathlon. We had um, the Kumuhigi talk. Yeah, the Kumuhigi talk was very important. Um, We could mention that our suspect has really bad skills at picking cover names. You might as well have called him John Doe at that point. Literally. Um, um, and Katsumoto trusted Magnum. Yeah. And now was nice. of the police, which is like a solid step into the direction of them being the friends friendship. enough. Of them being friends enough for Magnum to fuck it up in the finale of that season. Oh, yes. He did do that. <laughs> <laughs> he almost forgot about it. This is something that still makes me a little bit iffy about him. Even in 418, like, Magnum, it's been years. Trust the guy? Yeah. Like, especially with the Newzo thing, um, you could have told him and been yeah. like, hey, let's please not make rash decisions, which Gordon isn't that type it, of person at all. Yeah, he's never done, done that. There's no evidence of Gordon doing that. He's doing it by the book, and if there's the slightest hint 
that his suspect is innocent, he'll go for it. Yeah. He's like a really good cop. Yeah, he is a good cop. And I still doesn't still doesn't trust him with shit. <laughs> Which brings us back to the entire issue with Leah having trust issues. What about you, Magnum? <laughs> Oh, oh, man. You do, you do, you do, could probably benefit from a talk about that as well. Probably. Yeah. Know. I mean, yo, the guy should probably see Dr. Gawa. Oh, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Especially, we know he has survivor's guilt. We know he has a certain amount of PTSD. With my currently obsessive rewatch, um, I also know that there's painkillers involved. Not currently, but, like, when he opened the box in 115, there's, like, a massive box of painkillers in there. Literally labeled painkillers. I have to go back and watch it. Mm -hmm. You do. Um, It's, like, between his medals and and pictures somewhere nestled in there. I I actually have a screenshot of it. Literally Mm. labeled painkillers. I'll have to go back and watch. Yeah. Um... And Nuzo even called him out on not living his life. So, yeah. like, we've, that is something that miffs me about not getting season five, officially. Because, like, we've established, we spent, like, almost an entire season where slowly, bit by bit, we established that Magnum isn't fine. Mm. And then we're like, here, basically, him admitting to himself, through Nuzo, that he isn't fine. Yeah. And we don't get the aftermath of it? What? <laughs> we are robbed. We yeah. are robbed. Let's unrob us. Save Magnum PI. Hashtag. Please. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I, that, that's like another thing that's like really hot at the moment. I am literally signing shit with that. Yeah. At work. <laughs> it's like so ingrained with me that type, 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 type. Enter. Line break. <laughs> Hashtag save Magnum PA. <laughs> so many fucking nails with that now. Uh, my signature is built in, so I don't sign anything. Oh, I'm not actually signing it because my signature is built in too. But, you know, when you're like, this is what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. I still yeah. have this and this. And then you're like, have a nice day. But instead of have a nice day, <laughs> what I usually would say, or. <laughs> This is the deadline. What I usually would say, um, depending on who I'm talking to, if you're an asshole, you're getting a deadline from me. If you're not an asshole, you're getting in the have a nice day from me. Um, <laughs> hashtag save Mega PA. I'm so lucky that it happened with the non-assholes. Yeah. And not the assholes, because I can happily explain it to the non-assholes. Not so much the assholes. But then again, I'm I'm usually paying paying a little bit more attention. Yeah, I always have to like f- read my emails seven times before I send them from work. <laughs> <laughs> because you might find a hashtag in there. No, just because I don't want to embarrass myself with anything. <laughs> I always had to word it perfectly and not sound like an asshole in my emails. So beyond embarrassing myself, it's not even funny. You know, so beyond that, at work. Me, so <laughs> I'm I I reached the point. Moving me to the administrative office was a bad idea. Mm. I am like my fuse is very short now because mm. I'm surrounded by people I don't necessarily like. 
um, that get privileges that they don't deserve. Mm. Including myself, by the way. I don't... I did nothing to earn the privileges that I'm getting just from where my office is. Like, I... Right. There's no difference between me being in the other building and this building. My job hasn't changed. I'm just in a different building. Why do I suddenly get privileges? It makes no sense. <laughs> and that's like so infuriating to me. So my fuse is really short, which yeah. me- leads to, um, there has been the odd email where I'm just like slamming with two sentences. I'm like, I need this now. <laughs> do it. Yeah. And then something come back. Yeah, I don't have time. I, I don't care. Now. <laughs> now, and that's it. it. It's, yeah, short fuse. Mm. Uh, short fuse means no bullshit. Yeah. Do we have anything else? No, especially no patience. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> there is... There is interesting. There is interesting posts at this point. There is, I think, two days ago or three, four days from when this is airing, um, we started being at the point where we're like, yeah, we're all out of witty captions. Just like save Magnum PI. There's an increasing <laughs> amount of just emoji save Magnum PI. Magnum PI. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, we're kind of out of witty captions, so um. Just do it. Thank you. But then again, as I already mentioned, it can take a while for multiple reasons, either being detailed um, negotiations or simply the fact that it has to go through several departments. Yeah. Before anything official can come out. Yeah. Or, and that is something that I kept thinking about, or maybe they're just planning a really huge announcement. Could be. Since we're not in a room where it happens, we have no idea what they're planning. Exactly. So, my money is still on deadline. We'll drop the article. And then we get some sweet words from Hernandez. Could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, whoa, that's longer than the last two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we try and discuss an episode again. Yep. <laughs> we should do it more. Um, we'll see you guys for the next episode. Let's see what we're doing then. Uh, we'll figure it the out. Next episode, if if we're on schedule, <laughs> if we're on schedule, let's hope we're not. It's going to be in two weeks. Uh, if not, then you know what's happened. So either see you in two weeks or see you for the aftermath of the Save Magnum PI party. Yeah. Just. <laughs> That would be interesting filming it while we're drunk. <laughs> I'm probably going to end up being at work when all of this goes down. As usual. Everything, everything about the cancellation has gone down while she was at work and I was exchanging text with Julie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at one point, we're in this text chain, deep into flipping our shit in this text chain, in, in like both situations. Uh, in this text chain where we're like, wait, Liz isn't here. <laughs> Oh, once, once you were asleep, actually. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> You're either at work or asleep, and Julie and I are flipping our shit. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and then, like, halfway through the conversation, we're like, oh, wait, Liz isn't here. <laughs> oh, well. 
Oh, yeah, that was an interesting day. And in, in both cases, <laughs> still laughing about this today, we're just, we're just randomly starting talking and never stating what's happening. <laughs> we just know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just know, but like at one point we're like, wait, Liz isn't here. Maybe we should tell her what's actually happening. Yeah, Liz already knew because she saw it from a million different places on her phone at the time. <laughs> yeah, but still, it was nice of us to actually think of, you know, explaining it to you. Truth. I'm taking credit for trying to be nice. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. See you in two weeks. Hopefully not. <laughs> Bye. Bye.